Good morning, Kathy. Oh my God, you're right. Good morning. And I have morning voice. Hello. <laughs> Are we GHing? Oh, yes. Woo! As you hopefully know by now, we're in season 61, and we're going to be covering episodes 66 to 70. And for spoilers, that's a drum roll. I'm going with no big deal. Agree. It's not a very controversial week in General Hospital, but I will give a, I wanted to give a shout out. We, we, as if I have anything to do with any of it, General Hospital got a lot of daytime Emmys. Yes, they did. Oh, and the guy who plays Marshall won, and I was so happy. I mean, I'm happy that the lady that played Joss won too. She's great, but the guy and Epiphany, I thought that was very sweet. Oh my god. I know. I sort of wish, and this could be controversial. Like, I love Sonia Eddy, don't get me wrong, and I'm very sad she died, don't get me wrong. But I thought that the lady that played Brit was fantastic, like, amazing. Agree. And I wish, sort of, she would have won, because I think she deserved it. Since I'm relatively new to this world, do we know if she's ever won in the past? Because she is amazing. I don't know, and I'm pissed off that they killed her off, because Brit was an amazing character. Yeah, maybe she'll pull an Austin slash Franco slash whatever the other dude was that he played, and they'll bring her back. I hope so. That would She's be amazing. an amazing actress. Yeah, for sure. Oh, they also won for best drama, daytime drama. So that's also and great. the directors won. Oh, they did. Oh, great. Good. Oh, I feel like they won a lot. But congratulations, and we're happy for you. Woohoo! Okay, so for my first happening. I'm going to go with Brooklyn made a dramatic appearance at Deception. She went in and Maxie was like, oh, my God, what are you doing here? Lucy hates you. You're going to die. What's happening? And she was like, "Mm, no, I work here now. Goes on to explain that, at least to Maxie, that her granny stated that she bought, she tricked them out of Deception for her to have sort of a backup plan. It immediately devolved when Lucy came down and had a gigantic hissy and was like, I will never, 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 never work with you. And Brooklyn gave as good as she got, I thought, like, as if you're the most trustworthy hussy on the planet, basically. (laughs) And that's kind of where it ended. But I think Brooklyn and Maxie are going to figure it out because they are, they are a great team. I know they're no Lulu and Maxie, but... They are amazing, and they've gotten away with kind of a lot of crazy shit. Okay, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. That's true. I just am not optimistic about this. I saw Brooklyn hitting back at Lucy as kind of the beginning of a dark side of Brooklyn. Very much a quarter main mentality. I am going to take control, get my granny to give me control, and then I'm going to give it to you. But that second part of the sentence, I don't know that I trust. We'll see. We'll hope that Chase keeps her on the optimistic. She is a quarter main and she does lash out when she's attacked. So we'll see. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go with Dante getting the evidence from the locker, going to the bank and putting it into a security deposit box. But... Really, after looking through it and seeing 
the three pictures, one of Forsyth, one of Anna, and one of which we now know is Brennan. He doesn't know who this guy is. And then finding the wallet and realizing that he didn't know what it was significant about it. And so he decided to keep the wallet with him, which means when he goes home to talk to Sam, Sam gets a look at the wallet and uncovers the numbers that are inside of it. So the numbers could be anything. They could be coordinates. They could be bank accounts. They could be whatever. They're all, I think it's 12 digits. But I thought it was 21. Oh, sorry. You could be right. I wrote down 12. That does not mean anything in my world. I was going to say 20 or 21. We'll see. Feel free to correct us. It's probably 16. It was a long string of numbers. It was a long string of numbers. And I, the other thing Dante does, and I hope they do it one more time. I feel like I missed some of it and I don't know if you caught it, but he gives us more insight into the actual op. The three of them were traveling together. They had to get across the border using passports, etc. Okay. So let me go back. Because the whole thing here, the whole conversation that really is the happening is Dante doubting Anna because Dante's been Anna's firm supporter and vice versa. They've been each other's supporters against the WSB. But now for the first time, Dante is kind of saying, hey, Anna could be at fault. Like we forget crap that we did when we were younger that was wrong. And we kind of justify it over time. So true. And so Anna could be doing the same thing with this, whatever happened in the 80s. But I just don't think that Anna would do something if she didn't think fundamentally it was the right thing to do. So I think that especially because it's a it's a man's wallet, that this is a person and that person is hiding at whatever that number gets them to. And so that's my theory. I'm going to stick to it. I also am not 100% sure Anna would, I mean, maybe she would keep something that implicated her in a bad way in the way that she, maybe she would, but I don't think they would care, right? They've got the documentation and whatever, whatever Dante is thinking, they have the, the summary of events. So if she's not implicated there and clearly other people are, and it's not like, I mean, yes, Anna took her own personal notes, but there's also the WSB file. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's why I think it's a person. I think they're, I think at the end of this op, they agreed to hide someone. Oh, it could be the Russian dude, right? That was the whole op. She had to play his, like the, the mission notes say he's dead. Oh yeah. So then, yeah, that has to be it. And I bet you this all ties back to Yuri. Come on now. Everything leads back to Yuri. If we had one of those pin boards, Yuri would be in the middle and all these strings would be going out. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. I think I'm going to talk about Molly and TJ and Christina as my sort of all-encompassing happening. The three of them seem ready and here for it. I know I did talk to Kathy a little bit when we were watching Friday about generally when when you're being counseled on surrogacy, they recommend that the surrogate already have a child of their own so that they know what to expect. And because there's a lot of hormones and attachment, emotional attachment going on. But regardless of that, they seem to have at least thought it out. They can't experience it out, obviously. And everybody's really supportive of them except their moms. I don't know. Seems a little bit out of character since like Christina talked through it and like 
they had a whole conversation with Molly and then Molly left and Alexis basically attacked her. And then Alexis finally meets with Gregory and Gregory's like, um, I think you're out of line. <laughs> and then Alexis basically tells the same thing to Jordan when Jordan's like, I don't understand why they can wait. And I think the best point that anybody made is Alexis at the end saying, it's not fair to ask Christina to continue to put her life on hold until it's convenient for you and I and possibly Molly and TJ. Right? We can't. Oh, we think they should wait a year or so. So go ahead and put your life on hold for the next year and then try to have a baby, regardless of where your life is at that point. And I thought that was the best point that anybody made about it. Thoughts? The one that hits home the most for me is TJ's conversation with Stella in that his entire experience with Christina is that she has the best of intentions and at the last minute she flakes. Which she's trying to turn her life around. She's got this foundation that she's doing a great job at for all, for all that we can see. So we haven't, especially in the last year or so, we haven't seen that side of Christina. She's worked at Charlie's. She's been there to support people. She's not been the flake. So what TJ's bringing up is kind of a historical view of Christina but more importantly, you know, I, and I feel like that for me was what I kept cluing into was every time people would talk to Christina, Christina would have to validate, no, no, I know what I, you know, I know the things I don't know. And I'm prepared for that drama in my life. But I also know the things I do know. And I'm prepared to be committed because every she had that conversation with her mother. She had the conversation with Sonny. She had the conversation with Blaze. Like over and over again, she's like, no, no, I know what I'm getting into and I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to do it right now. So the the question I guess I have is when it does get difficult, I don't like, is she going to do what TJ is suggesting or is she going to do what she's telling everybody she's going to do, which is stick with it. So yeah, I don't disagree with anything you said. I just, for me, it was... Yeah, Christina's character is not that person. She's not that reliable sister. She's the the one that comes in and causes chaos and then leaves. You know, we all have that sister. <laughs> yeah, and I I don't know. I think it gives it gives her the opportunity to to be the person she's trying to be. Yeah, agreed. I look forward to it. It's a good story. It's and very I liked what she she because Blaze asked questions in a different way. Like, all of this is about what you want to do for others, but what about what you want to do for yourself? And she she said, "I feel that this is what I'm meant to do." Can't remember exactly how she said it, but she's like, "I know in my soul that this is what I'm supposed to be doing." That's how you know. What's funny is that I think we all. The the lovely thing, and I'm going to just wax poetic, the lovely thing about General Hospital is that you can see yourself in all these different stories, you know, like, obviously not, well, you know, maybe you can see yourself in the gunfights, who knows, I don't know people's lives, but, <laughs> but, like, there's little snippets where you're like, yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat, I would do that for my sister, in a heartbeat, like, would not even think about it. And so, like, 
I want Christina to want what I would want for Molly if Molly was my sister. And so like, I'm, I think I'm trying to see all the good things in what Christina is saying. But when TJ was talking to Stella, and also I loved that TJ Stella scene with the chicken and dumplings. I don't know that actress. She should have also won because I truly believed she was on her lunch break eating chicken and dumplings. I was like, <laughs> girl, get that food down. Get TJ out of there so you can enjoy that shit. But when TJ was talking to Stella, I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, this is this is a little uncomfortable because this isn't that 100% reliable sister. So we want to believe the best. But there's that, oh, that little bit of doubt so all right you're up okay well i'm gonna so there's two interesting ones but i'm gonna go with ned striking the blackmail deal with nina because that for me i don't know about you but for me that came out of the blue i did not expect ned to go so hard at nina especially because he just had that conversation with lois you know the lowest was like, be like Lila, don't be like Edward. And here he comes just like, hey, I'll, I won't tell anybody. I won't tell Willow specifically if you spy on Aurora Media for me. I was like, whoa, Ned, that's ballsy. So it'd be interesting to see what happens because he does kind of have her. So what information can she get I don't know. I don't know either. That was kind of her point too. What do you think I can get? And it's yeah, interesting that's... to me and kind of like, because it was like a week or two ago, I said something to Kathy. I was like, doesn't Nina work for Drew? And she was like, what? And we yeah, kind I of had like, no idea. And I was like, I think she works for Drew and by extension, Michael. Yeah, no clue. I That was like, like a realization. So what they're doing is very much in character, like with their characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Agreed. It was great to see Ned being Ned again, because I don't know the Eddie character wasn't interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Ned as a dick. Come on. We're all in on that. It's great. Well, and it's a little bit like he's split personality, right? Like he's both and he has to find that balance. And I think that's what Lois was trying to get him to do. And I did love, she was like, you hate ELQ. Like, why is this now your passion? Yeah. All right. Are we ready for fashion? Yes. Fashion first. What you got? I I can't get past... Blaze's outfit was the worst on Friday. It was the worst. It was the worst. I understand it was like workout clothes, but it was the worst. It was not flattering. It was not good colors. No. I can't get past it. Kathy couldn't get past her her jacket. I could not care less about the jacket. But when she took off the 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 jacket, it was the jacket. It was so worse. It was it I just ugh no. I thought, is she going skiing? Like, what is happening? And Stacy's like, she has short, she has no sleeves on. She's not going skiing. I'm like, I know, but did you see the jacket? <laughs> I was wrong. Oh, yeah. And Ava's outfit, bad. Well, yeah, we both, Laced when Ava with came on the screen, it was, yeah. Knee boots, she, and it was bad. When Ava came on the screen, Stacy and I both said, no. 
same time. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, what are they going to do? Like, somebody has to wisen up about Ava. That woman is attractive. Put her in attractive clothes. Can we talk about Diane's red outfit that she went to seduce Robert in at the Metro Court? She's and the necklace? It. I mean, 10 out of 10. I think I want Christina's pajamas. Oh, yeah. She looks they so look comfy. very comfortable. And my hair does not look that good when I get out of bed. I'm just saying. <laughs> I have a note about Carly's raspberry sweater that I love. I think she's worn it several times, but I love it so much. Sasha's shirt. Kathy and I have possibly disagreed, but I hated it with a fiery, fiery passion. It might have been worse than Blaze's workout outfit for me. It looked like... Uh, uh, like a granny moo nightgown from the 70s it was bad the sleeves were bad the color was nice but everything else about it was like it just looked like a polyester ruffled nightmare that I just wanted to immediately I can't even say burn because I think that would let out toxic fumes it was bad I sort of feel bad because I liked it gross gross so gross she's wrong it didn't bother me. It was really a pretty color on her. It and was I a think... lovely color, and that was all. Mm. Well, <laughs> on a different note, <laughs> do you remember when <laughs> Nina stood up to talk to Ned, and she had like that slit that went for miles, and we both went, wow, that's so slit. <laughs> <laughs> that was my only impression of that dress, but I was like, whew, where are you going? Oh, and Donna. Donna looked freaking adorable in everything she was wearing, but that little red sweater at, at dinner with Sunny was like, to me, the tops. Who was wearing the pink sweater? The the light pink sweater? Um, it was Molly had a rose sweater on, but you didn't like the pants. Yeah, it wasn't that I didn't like the pants. It was that, like, it was too monotone for me. Like, you don't wear a pale pink sweater with slightly less pale pink pants. I want to hear you say pale pink, but I want it to be pale peach pants. <laughs> Just because it's a stronger P. Pale pink petals. I don't know. <laughs> oh, jeez. We didn't like Olivia's shirt on Monday's episode. I just wrote blue no. I can't remember actually. I blocked it out of my she mind. She was wearing pants again. It was weird. All right. Time for Musings. Sonny basically tells Laura that he that her brother is a murderer, but that he doesn't think he murdered Austin Gatlin Holt because Win. Austin was winner, a winner. resource. Now they can love each other again. <laughs> he didn't murder this guy. He murdered other people, but not yeah, this one. So but you not can this trust one him. because he doesn't have a good motive for it. Is basically what he says. Like he's lost a resource in Austin, so why would he do that? So do you think they're doing this so that we can have the fun family Christmas with Martin and Cyrus and Laura? Oh my God. And, and, and Nicholas and show up. Oh my God. Esme. Ace. And Ace will put the star on the tree and Cyrus will lift him up. Oh my God. So gross. I have a, I have a gross comment next to, are we are we officially breaking up Lucy and Martin now? Is Lucy essentially like letting everybody know she's about to have an affair with Scotty when she's in a relationship with Martin? Well, and Scotty immediately goes to Obrecht. 
to try to get her back, but then fails and then shows up at Lucy's going, hey, let's go out of town together. Come on, let's go see Serena. I, I just, I don't understand. I mean, I feel like Martin should have been involved in this breakup conversation. <laughs> Are they just drifting apart? I don't know. I don't know. We haven't seen them together in months. Is this a way to bring Serena back? Because they keep mentioning Serena. And and we talked about that last week. Is Serena going to be a character? And are they going to come back with Serena and then try to play house? Could Brit play Serena? Can oh Brit my be gosh. Serena? Can we have that? Please, writers and casters and whoever you are. I have a note about Ava finally saying what we've been saying for weeks is that Nicholas is the one sending her notes. I don't know that I would go so far as Nicholas killed Austin, though. Would you? Yes. Really? Yeah, because it was at that place where Nicholas was staying. And Austin didn't seem surprised. He just was like, what are you doing here? And then got shot in the chest. I mean, that's... that's Is that... I mean, are we... Is that what they're doing? Like officially burning and slicing any good thing that Nicholas has done in the past and he's going to become like the evil Cassidyne that we're all missing right now? I mean, yes. Mm. Mm. Drama. I'm writing evil Cassidyne. <laughs> all right. So Donna makes a Christmas wish for Sunny that comes true and somehow Mike's actual cap ends up on a park bench did you expect that to be resolved in the same episode i did not i was expecting her to find it like in a more realistic place like the attic yeah i expected a hunt i was prepared for the hunt for mike's cap and then it just appeared and kathy kept saying where's ghost mike yeah but she's still the cutest thing Oh, on the face of the planet. And she's and an amazing actress. that weird scene with Brennan and Donna and Carly, he creeps me out. It, that's what I wrote next to it. He is putting on the creeps. Yeah. Oh, let me accompany you to go get hot chocolate. Why, Carly? You barely know this man. You served him food in Kelly's. One of which he just left. Why are your hackles not up? I mean, she basically goes into Ava and is like, I can see through you because I am this kind of in tune with everybody's emotions around me. And at the same time, you're walking around with your daughter with this weird strange man. Especially with her life. No, the random weirdo stranger that's too wealthy is not somebody you bring around your kid. Uh-uh. I had a note and I wanted to talk about the fabulous way Tracy referred to Olivia and Lois she had three distinct names for them the first was the tunnel twins the bridge and tunnel twins and then it was the perpetual teeny boppers (laughs) and then it was the pink ladies of Bensonhurst (laughs) all in one basic sentence or like one conversation with Ned and I was dying. And the fact that they were drunk when she came in and they were just like, mm, whatever, Tracy. I was in love. I'm in love with them. In love. Like, I just want to wrap them up in a big hug and take them home for Christmas. Maybe that's possessive, but <laughs> they're uh, amazing. You do you. Finn, that 
they clearly set up that GH lawyer to be bad, but Monica and Tracy are going to back Finn in his lawsuit. They're not settling. And I'm a little worried that Amy is going to say something to discredit Finn. Yeah, right? That's the, uh, she's going to be dipped up. She's going to have her deposition and is she going to say something? Because she's a babbler. Yeah, yeah. Um, Somebody needs to sit with her, like the way that (laughs) Alexis and uh, Martin did. Like Alert, alert. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I loved the romance this week with Robert and Diane and Cody and Sasha. And I really feel like, first of all, we had, we saw no fire. But I'm positive that Diane lit one, so we're okay. I was like, "There's they just got home. There can't be a fire. Do you think there's scotch? I just, I'm positive she wanted like it to be perfect. Maybe and she has a fireplace like mine where you just flip the switch. She got what she wanted. And it sounds like it was great. And then I loved the Cody and Sasha scene. I just, they're so great together. And I really feel like that's leading towards a little Valentine's Day romance as they go off for their photo shoot. So, yay. Well, I only have two more notes. One is we learned a little bit about Dex's past, which sounds tragic. And then we got a little bit more about Adam and the fact that he wanted to be a musician. And, or he wants to play guitar, but his parents wanted to play piano. So he's learned guitar on his own. And that age old question of what do you want to do with your life? is being asked of Adam. And as they're sitting there, my basic thought is, yes, again, what do you want to do with your life? To other people, as Josh Joss sits there, and I just still do not have a vision of what Joss is doing and why. She seems to be like, I'm going to go to medical school and I'm going to get the best grades I can, but if that doesn't work out, I'll do something else. What do you want to do, girl? I mean, I guess she doesn't have to figure it out, but can't we explore it a little bit? And instead, I don't know. This is just me venting. And I've been saying this for weeks about Joss's character. But she's a great actress, and we are fueling, we are basically having her as a sidekick for other people's stories right now, whether it's Trina or now that it, now that's Adam. I just want to know. Anyways, those are my thoughts. Okay. We appreciate you, and we very much thank you for listening to us. Absolutely. Please reach out anytime. We love hearing from you, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye!